Hi, I'm Nick Gill, International Strength and Conditioning Coach. I've been working with the All Blacks for the past 15 years and have been part of two successful Rugby World Cups. I love to coach rugby players and I love to see them succeed on and off the field. And now, I can be part of your rugby journey. This episode is brought to you by Perform. Perform will help you dominate on the pitch, push for selection, and reach your full potential. If you've ever wondered how top rugby players structure their training, when they work on speed, what they do in the gym, how they become match fit, how they recover, and finally, how much they eat, we provide you with the blueprint by sharing all of Gilly's tried and tested training methods and coaching education with you in our Perform membership. As a listener of the Rugby Ready podcast, you get to save 50% off your first four weeks by using the code podcast at checkout. Go to www.rugbyready.ca backslash perform and sign up today. What's going on, Rugby Ready listeners? This is your host, Tyler Buck, also known as Bucky. On this episode of the Rugby Ready podcast, I got to sit down with Damian McKenzie and Anton Leonard Brown to go through some questions where we went over their rugby superpowers, lessons they wish they learned earlier in their rugby career, and what they value most about strength and conditioning. This is a great episode, and we hope you enjoy. All right, so first one, I got to be honest, Sam Sam Kane, we did this question, and he had a bit of a tough time answering, because I think maybe, uh, like, what's that saying? The tall poppy syndrome? I, yeah. asked, I asked him what what his superpower is on the rugby field, and he said, I think word for word was he said, I'm pretty mediocre. <laughs> so I had, I had a good laugh. I was like, no way. So I'll ask you guys, what what would you say your rugby superpower is? It could be physical, it could be mental. Um, yeah, I guess as Kiwis, it's hard to answer that. But like I had a way thinking probably like, um, I would just say like my engine, being able like my fitness capabilities. Um, Yes, probably say I'm not the most talented bloke, but the ability to, to work hard for the team. Awesome. Yeah, mine's probably, um, no, probably like my agility, um, which obviously being a smaller fella is, is, is really important. Obviously, um, in most games I plan or any teams, I'm, I'm one of the smallest guys. So obviously got to be good at dodging the big guys. Um, so I'd say that's probably my my strength and something I look to always um, go to when, when I need it. Sweet. Those are a couple of really good superpowers. I love them. If you could have, say, if you could pick one that was maybe not rugby specific, you could steal something from like the Marvel or the DC world and use it on the rugby field. What would you pick for a superpower? Oh, there's two that come to mind. You've got to either be invisible or, or fly, <laughs> don't you? Yeah, you're invisible. You just you're unstoppable, aren't you? Probably. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, but if you have those, you're probably not allowed to play rugby. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe like your speed or um, power. Yeah. Sweet. Love it. Yeah. How important would you say strength and conditioning is for your games personally? Yeah. Um, obviously it's a massive part of, of what we do um, I guess to you know be at the top um, 
you know, you've got to have certain physical capabilities. Um, and, you know, I think we're all lucky enough to have so much ability or, or talent in rugby, um, but, you know, the strength and conditioning side of it can enhance that um, for sure. And I think if you look at our, our training week and, and, you know, how many times we go to the gym um, and obviously the work we do on the field, um, you know, you can't go without it. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's um, it's obviously massively important. You, you work in the gym and, and obviously work on the field to so your speed stuff. And I guess throughout our, you know, um, what's our, Wait. Our, like our week and our <laughs> pre-season. Jesus, oh. nearly lost it. Pre-season, like we train ourselves, I guess, in the gym, um, our contact stuff, our running stuff, our speed stuff that um, I guess we'll probably uh, face in a game. So I guess it's, yeah, it's really important that we get through that stuff during the weeks. So then when it happens in a game, those contacts, obviously rugby's very physical. You're kind of used to it with the, I guess, the gym and strength work you've done. And then whenever you need to hit top speed, you've, you've done that throughout a week's training and during preseason as well. So um, it's, it's really important to set that up throughout a week. So then obviously once you go play, you just play rugby and play instinctively. So just on the note of training guys, what would you say, and it might, might, like, it might be hard for you to pick one thing, but what would you say one thing is you've learned about training that's been the most helpful for you? I think everyone's different. So like, not, and we've all got programs, I guess, that suit what we need. Um, I've been in teams where everyone's on the same program, but obviously bigger guys might need more strength stuff. Uh, us lighter guys might need a bit more power stuff, but more explosive stuff. So I think particularly with Billy and, and the trainers we've got now, Christos at the Chiefs, like they're guys who give us specific stuff that are going to fit, um, fit our needs. So, yeah, I think it's that's probably one thing I've learned that everyone trains different, everyone prepares different. So um, I guess you've got to get in your week what you, what you need to make sure when it comes game day, you're, you're hissing ready to go. Is that something you feel like, would you feel comfortable talking to your coach about that? Say in this case, Gilly, like if you feel you need a little extra personalization in your plan, would you communicate that? Yeah, for sure. Gilly's very approachable and he just wants, we have the saying it's hissing on said day, which is um, game day. So whatever it takes to be hissing on said day, if it's, I don't think you go up to him and say, look, I'm not going to gym all week because that probably won't slide, but um, he's happy to adjust things to fit you accordingly and um so yeah he's he's pretty good in that that situation yeah and probably the one thing for me and this is my 10th year in professional rugby is um you know realizing that it's important that your training sustainable um and obviously it's a, a massive pillar in what you do as a rugby player um but to, to be able to do it year on year, um, you've, you've got to yeah, make it, I guess, a sustainable training schedule, something that, that mentally you enjoy um, and you don't, you don't burn yourself out. And I think the, the key one is, is that you are honest with, with your strength and conditioning coaches um, because at the end of the day, um, you can train like Tarzan all week, 
Um, but it's, it's important that really you are Tarzan on Saturdays. So um, in a way, you're building your way up to, to be at 100 or 110% on Saturday. That's really awesome to hear you say that because I can't tell you like how many times for, for Gilly and I with our online coaching clients, like they'll, they'll message us in when they first start and say how they need to be pushed harder through the week, but then we rein them in and then they finally start having like their best performances ever on game day. And usually two, three, four weeks in, they message and go like, wow, I've, this is the best I've ever felt. And you've toned back my training. I always thought I needed more. It's, it's cool to hear you say that as well. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, um, the most important thing is that you you play well on the weekend, and to play to do that uh, mentally and physically, you got to feel good. Yeah, absolutely, guys. If you could go back in time, say if if we could make a time machine, well, we'd all be rich, but if we could make a time machine and you could go back in time to give yourself one piece of advice about your rugby career specifically, what would you say to yourself? Um, I, I reckon one thing I've learned over sort of the last few years is, you know, particularly in New Zealand, like we've got such high expectations as rugby players. Um, when you look at the All Blacks, the expectation you have there, um, but just the enjoyment and of just being able to win and win games. Like I think there's times where I've been in teams where you win and you're still a little bit of disappointment or something may have not gone right, but and we had a coach the other week say, like, winning isn't easy. And, like, if, if winning was easy, everyone would be winning. So I think over the last few years, like, I've come to really appreciate, obviously, you want to play well, you, you want your team to play well, but as long as you're winning, like, that's, that's number one. You can always take learnings from games, but I think it's really important that you got to celebrate those small wins and celebrate the wins. So um, that's something that I've sort of wish I could tell my younger self, but it's, it's hard when you're young, you sort of in one ear out the other. Um, and someone tells you something so but yeah I think just enjoy and make the most and celebrate every one and the small ones you get um yeah and, and for me like if I could go back probably in my early stages I was one to overtrain or, or want to do more and more and probably got a little bit burnt out um so again it's about that sustainability piece finding balance um and yeah, like obviously when you're when you're training, um, you do you do the work, um, but when you're not being able to to switch off, because um, I guess you know you, we do live in a professional world where there are expectations, um, but at the end of the day, we started playing rugby because we loved it and it was just the game, and and you've got to you've got to see it that way to be at your best. It's nice to hear you guys also talking about like having fun and enjoyment. Cause I think for anything you, you do professionally and you really, you know, you started out with tons of passion and it can be easy to lose that about how much you just love doing what you're doing, especially, I mean, I can't imagine for you guys, the, you know, sort of the public scrutiny. I know the media can be pretty awful at times. Um, so it's good to hear you still enjoy yourself. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> What would you say to an athlete, say a young athlete or maybe even a professional athlete at this stage that has faced some setbacks through injury or through missing selection? What sort of advice would you give to them? Um, 
I think, yeah, obviously, and particularly injury, and we've both been through injuries ourselves. Um, it's it's part of sport, unfortunately. And I think, particularly when I was injured, like I think you, you come to appreciate um, what it's like to to train as a team. Like you, when you go through injury, you do a lot of training by yourself. Um, so I guess yeah, you, you got to try and stay resilient for sure, and surround yourself with really good people um, that can help you out or you can talk to and. And then I guess also on selection, like sometimes in a team or a coach, it's just it's just one man's opinion. Um, so I guess, yeah, you never want to give up. You want to keep working hard. I've been a part of teams where I have missed selection. Um, but I guess it's about what you can control and what you can do next. Um, so training hard, um, making sure you're enjoying yourself. Because like, like how we said, that's, that's number one, having fun. Um, but making sure you can control what you control and that's training really well, doing the little things well and yeah, keep keep working hard. Yeah, um, as Damo said, we've both been through, you know, major injuries in, in our career um, and, you know, there's been times we've missed out on selection and stuff like that. So, like I, I just call a rugby career a journey, like all, all ups and downs, if you, if you expect, um, things to go smoothly, then um, then you're going to disappoint yourself. Um, and then, you know, you even look at, you know, the greatest of our, game, our games, I've had injuries, I've had tough times, but the, the ability to get through those is what made them. Um, so, yeah, and I just think, you know, I think of rugby as a journey. Um, I know there's going to be ups and downs, but as, as long as you're consistent in your work and what you do, um, that's really important. And, and probably one other thing I would say is, you know, if rugby is your number one in life, um, then when setbacks come, it's going to be a tough time. And I know it's, it's a big part of our life, but when you do go through tough times, perspective is really important um, because, you know, you might be injured and missing out on rugby, but you've got to remember life could be so much worse. So, um, you, yeah having the ability to smile through the tough times and obviously enjoying the good time as well. Yeah. Thanks guys. That's some seriously great advice. Like even just from anyone experiencing a setback in any field, I think that's really relevant um, from both of you. So thank you. So guys, yeah. believe it or not, we've done, uh, we've, we've hit our five questions. Do you, would you like to keep going or have you guys got a jet? No, we got, we got time, bro. Yeah. yeah. Five minutes, five more minutes. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Um, how important would you say downtime and recovery for you? And this is for you, and this could be like in season or even off season, just generally throughout the year. Yeah, I think like balance is really important, like finding a, a hobby or a passion outside of rugby. <clears throat> so we're big golfers where we, we try to play golf. So we, that's our sort of at times way of getting away from rugby. Uh, we're all competitive. So going out, having a hit of golf, spending time with family. Um, so I think that's really important. And I guess the recovery side, <laughs> we saying this morning, like we went for a run and usually you just do a couple of leg swings when you're younger and, and get straight into it. But now it takes a bit longer to warm up. So I guess if you can start young and, and I wish I recovered better than when I was younger. Um, to, so I get, was in a good habit now, but um, yeah, recovery is really important to see, make sure you're feeling good when it comes to playing. Yeah, I guess, you know, that 
you know, that downtime recovery piece is probably what we've spoken a lot about, finding that, that balance. Um, you've got to get away from rugby because if you don't, if it consumes you, then you stop, stop enjoying it. So if you're having fun in your weeks off, we, we play golf. Um, and, and believe it or not, like, you know, enjoy, not doing, you know, anything is recovery in itself. Um, and then obviously, you know, we'll big into to recovery now, like you said, um, you go back to when we were 20 and just jumping straight out there and, and not doing doing a lot of stretching or anything. But now it takes us 20 minutes to warm up. Um, you know, life, life looks a little bit different, but, you know, we're massively into saunas now and, and ice baths and really enjoying that side of things. And not only does it physically um, help us, but mentally as well, it, um, it, it's doing that recovery side of things. And I see for you guys as well, like you, both of you have partnered up and you have a venture together outside of rugby. So it seems like you're like, you're both creative and driven guys as well. Would you say that, is that one of your hobbies or is that something you're thinking about sort of like as life outside of rugby down the line? Like why, what made you guys jump into business? Um, I guess we, we had friends who were keen to sort of jump into something and uh, to something outside of rugby and again that's another um a passion as well like being able to have something outside of rugby you can help out with um if it not be a, another sport if it's a potentially potentially a business venture so yeah we've jumped into that and it's it's been fun we're learning a lot and i guess yeah it's important to obviously hopefully we've got a few more a few few more years left in our in our leagues and but it's important to obviously think what's next post rugby um because it only feels like yesterday we were just starting out, but uh, time's flown, flown by, and we're now both 28. So, yeah, it's important we think about what's next. And yeah, we're lucky enough we've got a wee business venture going at the moment with with Grins, um, so that's ticking away nicely. Yeah, I, yeah. Again, it's it's looking towards the future. It, it makes you realise that hey, we can do stuff after rugby, which um, brings a sense of I guess a little bit of comfort because it is it is a worry uh, when you when you finish up. It's important to to do other things. Like I said, rugby shouldn't be everything. Um, you know, I think you play better if if you think that way too. Um, but yeah, it's been enjoyable and and believe it or not, like you learn if if you, you learn a lot from business that you can implement in rugby and, and vice versa. So it's been a, a good wee venture. It's awesome, guys. If just before you jet, if you if you could give, say, one pearl of wisdom to a young guy or a young girl out there listening to this, what uh, what's one thing or one word of what wisdom you'd like to impart on them? I think always just have fun. Like I think you're so consumed and having the expectation to perform really well and. But I think if you're not having fun and not enjoying, it makes it difficult to perform well. So that's the reason you always start sport as a young as a young kid. Like you never start when you're five thinking, oh, I've got to start now to prepare for playing for the All Blacks or playing for the Black Ferns or any other team. Like you play because it's fun, you're with your mates. So always remember that. Um, if you're going through tough times, smile, have fun. Like we're lucky enough to call rugby a job where we get to go into work. Um, and, and train and, and hang out with our mates. So 
yeah, always remember just to have fun and enjoy yourself. Yeah, Damo's pretty much nailed it. But, you know, one of the my favourite words I like to use is um, vulnerability. And I just say, like, be vulnerable. Um, you know, the, you know, the higher you go up, the more pressure there is. But for me, as long as I, I work hard and control the controllables, I just say, you know, when you step out on the field, just be vulnerable. Um, forget about all those fears and, and release yourself. Because, yeah, if you want to go all the way, there's going to be those times you have to get through those mental battles. Um, but really, for me, it's not about, you know, winning or losing. It's about putting myself in that position to, to try my best. Well, guys, thank you so much for your time. That was uh, awesome. I certainly learned a lot, and I appreciate you. Thank you. No worries. No worries. Thanks for having us. Okay, Thanks take care, much. guys. Thanks, mate. Cheers, Salah. Cheers, yeah. mate. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Rugby Ready Podcast and that you got some value from it. To stay in touch with us and check out all things Rugby Ready, follow us on Instagram at Rugby Ready. We'll see you next time.